Salutations, all the nations. Welcome to East Fall Experience with your boy, the prettiest podcaster, the ultimate optimist, the man who is dashing and has that boy's charm that you so desire. Me, Darius D. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying yourself if you're new here. First of all, thank you for coming by. Thank you for stopping by. If you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back once more. We got a lot of stuff to cover today. A whole bunch of ideas and a whole bunch of questions that may arise. So I'm not going to do, uh, I'm not going to edit it in the sense that cuts. I'll probably put a few cuts in there, but not too much. But here's what you guys can do for me, please. And thank you. Just make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. So it could be iTunes, it could be Google Play, it could be Spotify, whatever you would like to use. Make sure you subscribe to keep up to date with the show. Secondly, I need you guys, need you guys to share this on whatever social media platforms you so choose to use. If you enjoy an episode, make sure you share it. Put on your on your stories on Instagram and I'll and tag me and I'll repost all these sort of things. I'll help you out, you help me out. So the last thing I ask of thee is make sure you leave a good review, a five-star review on the show to see what you think about the show. Okay? This will be taking place on Apple iTunes because when you leave good reviews, the more reviews that we have that are good, positive, it boosts up our show on the all-time ranks. So... That would be deeply appreciated. Okay? Deeply, deeply appreciated. So, today, we're talking about the streaming wars. And if you guys don't know what that is, let me briefly explain. Essentially, what the streaming wars are is, is that now that we phase into the new technology that we have in streaming, video streaming, now it's a competition with all these different entities or technolo- technological entities that we have out there today. The flagship companies are pushing their own forms of streaming. Now, before that, we had just TV. We still have regular TV today, of course. But then we had, before that, we would have radio in the 20s and then different companies got into that and then you phase into the tvs and then you phase into the internet and different companies uploading on that as well and then you i think in the last 10 years more technological investments have been taking place and also in regard to software for example like applications that's been going crazy as well but now we're in the sense of streaming. We started off with streaming music with Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Music, of course, within the last five to ten years. But Apple was one of the first ones where it's called downloadable music for MP3s. Aside from the other entities that are out there at that time, which would have been LimeWire, but those we will not talk about that. It's called MP3. I know a lot of you guys are trying to act like you don't know what I'm talking about, but you know, because you did it and it's okay. Um, you don't do it, you don't have to do it anymore, just do it the legal way. 
which would be Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Music. And I think Tidal as well. All There's a bunch of streaming music sites now. And now we're phasing into entertainment, streaming entertainment. Now, let's set the scene. The whole reason why we have this event or this war going on right now or about to boil up is because of the fact that Netflix kicked out blockbusters. Now, if you are under the age of 20, I won't even say that. I want to say if you're under the age of 16, you might not know what I'm talking about. But for the most part, people who are 16 and above may have heard or know about blockbusters. Now, essentially, what that was is a video renting establishment as long with the likes of video games and music, I believe. And what you would do is you would have to go to the store, rent the video for a week or so, and then you would come back with the video in hand and then keep on doing that. Sometimes you can get the membership as well. I I think my mom had one, and then we would rent video games and Obviously, essentially, she would rent the movies, but we were really interested in the video games more so than the movies. But we had that. I think they started off with VCRs, then they segued into DVDs because that was the time that they were in. And then Netflix came with this whole service where you don't even have to leave your home to do it. So when I when Netflix first arrived, I would have been, I want to say, as young as ten. And they had a competition as well. They had a red box as a competition, which you would normally see outside your local gas station. But Netflix was the one that was the most convenient for people. And they did brand deals later on with different tech companies. For example, I'd say PlayStation. When I got my PS3, it was powered by Netflix. So you could... When they started doing just streaming and you wouldn't have to, because what they originally did that made them different from Blockbuster was the fact that they would, you would send your information to them, blah, 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 and then they would send the disc to your house and then you would watch it and then you would send it back to them. That's how they started it off. But then they, as time progressed, they started doing just the streaming where you would log in online, and then you can just stream from there. Now, that was a big move because I remember when a couple of my friends had Netflix at the time when it was a lot cheaper, I didn't really get it because they didn't have cable, but they only had Netflix, okay? They only cared about Netflix, and the rest of us had cable. And then they were explaining to me how cheap it was, and then it had a lot of shows, but a lot of the times they didn't have rights to all the shows. They had a certain amount of shows because they still had ties to how the cable system would work. So what was interesting about that is that was during the early phases. So I'd say 2010 to 2012. Then as I went through high school, Netflix got more popular, more popular, more popular. Because we have to give credit where credit is due. Netflix started this whole thing. But as I went into high school, it got more and more popular till I was in a grade 11. I think it was grade 10 where they had the whole internet meme slash gimmick called Netflix and show. Basically, you if you're a guy, you would call a girl over, then you guys would quote unquote watch Netflix if you catch my drift. But 
that is what changed that dynamic because now different artists were referencing that in songs and then people were getting deals with Netflix. And then by the time I hit, I want to say, I would like to say first year of university, that summer from transitioning to grade 12 to first year university, that's when I started to notice around 2016 where Netflix was taking off and then I was hearing it more than more people that I knew in my circle and people that I was acquainted with were on it more so because the, I guess at that point in time, Netflix was getting a lot more content and then they were focusing on original content as well with the Netflix originals. So... That is basically what cultivated this whole thing. And then Netflix, obviously, still at the top, in my opinion. Disney Plus is not beating them yet because they're young. They've only been out for a week or so. So I would say that Netflix is still the top dog in this streaming war right now. But anything can happen and anything can change. And with recent news... This year and years to come, multiple entities out there, media entities out there are coming out with their own streaming service, which would make it harder for Netflix because then they're just going to pull all their content, all their content away from them. So then this causes an epidemic of what used to be like what my friend originally had back in 2010 2011 just one service and it was cheap and affordable and you got a lot of content or more than less than a little bit of a content compared to now in order to stream we're gonna have to get multiple streaming services which basically negates the fact or i would like to say weakens the fact of going towards streaming because streaming was supposed to be a lot of content for a cheaper price than cable. But if you keep adding on these different um, streaming networks, then that basically reverts the point of it originally. So with this whole streaming work, it there's broken up into two groups. Like I mentioned in the previous episode, there is streaming in regard to content base, which is basically your Netflix, your Disney Plus, your HBO Max, which is coming out soon next year, and also your YouTube premiums, all those stuff. That's content based. And then you have the service base, which would be your Apple TV's, plus and your Amazon Prime video, which essentially is you buy a product or a service and then they add their streaming service with that. So if you have a Prime account for Amazon, you automatically get Prime Video. If you buy a new Apple product or if you have a student plan for Apple Music, you automatically get their service for a f- for free for a year, I believe. And then every time after that, you would have to pay only regarding to Apple. 
So, like I mentioned, we have Disney on the scene now. And because they acquired so much content or so many different platforms, it levels, it makes it interesting to see what Netflix is going to do. And speaking of which, as of earlier this week, earlier this week, later last week, we heard, or you probably heard, if not, then you're informed now that Netflix has done a lifetime deal for 200 mil with Nickelodeon, which essentially is a big move because Disney now has competition in regards to kids. Because with Disney, you're known for the family-friendly stuff. With Nickelodeon, it's also family-friendly as well. So with the Nickelodeon acquisition by Netflix, or it's more more or less a deal, now Nickelodeon can push all their content onto Netflix and create new stuff because they just did something about, or I think they did two new movies, one with Invader Zim, and the other one was with Rocco's Modern Life. So they just did two things, two movies this year, and now you can see more and more of that stuff. So you're going to get your classic SpongeBob, you're going to get Fairly Odd Parents, you're going to get all those um, 90s Nick cartoons, Rugrats, all that stuff. And I think they did a deal with Power Rangers and they own the Ninja Turtles. So that's a given. So you have all of their content that Nickelodeon is pushing. Also, I did hear that Squidward will be getting his own spinoff as well. So that adds more fire to their flame to push them further on. Because like I said, Disney has Pixar, Fox, National Geographic, Star Wars, and Marvel now. Netflix has a few of other people's content, but they mostly have their own with Nickelodeon on board. This is going to help them out. This is going to push them even further because they already know. They already they set the blueprint to the streaming game. They know how it goes. They know how to run it. And they always reinvest. And they also are winning when it comes to those stand-up specials. People though people who have those specials, whether it's a good special or a bad special, it always goes viral. And guess what happens? People flock to Netflix to see if it really is that good or to see if it really is that bad. Because the Amy Schumer one was supposed to be bad and egregious, and I would concur with that statement. But I wouldn't have gone or heard of it if it didn't go viral. And Netflix knows how to go viral, so. That brings it in as well. And even with the Sticks and Stones stand-up by Dave Chappelle, a lot of people said that was controversial for Netflix, even though sometimes they push that agenda. But people flocked to see if they liked it or not, or if they would like it or not. So you, you can see today that Netflix has it under the belt right now. But will their title get snatched? So I'm just going to list a few... I'm not going to talk about Disney Plus too much because you guys already know about that. We'll talk about Apple TV Plus. Now, basically, with Apple TV Plus, it launched November 1st. And they had a couple show, couple shows on there right now. They have The Morning Show. They have Dickinson. They have like Snoopy in Space, all these stuff. 
it's not a great library per se, but they do have some good content. I would say the morning show is pretty good from what I've um from what I've seen from if you have a product they let you watch the first two episodes for free, then you would have to get their own. So it's approximately five or six dollars a month, like I said. So it's not too bad. And they give you a seven-day trial for free. So it's not too bad. Um, and like I said, if you get a new device or you get an Apple Music student plan, then you get it a free for a year. So I would say if you have an Apple product and you like Apple, then check it out. It's cool to see them going into the streaming world. That was pretty much a shocker for me because I never saw them or would think of Apple doing that, but I guess, like I said, is a new phenomenon. So you might as well jump on board now. See, your pockets are better be running deep with this whole streaming um world situation because this whole streaming war is gonna be financially straining for those. <laughs> because if you still have cable, I would say cut the cable right now and just uh get the streaming services that you know that you're going to use. Don't just get all of them because I like this show. I like that show. No, 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 no. Cause then you're just going to waste your money and you're spending more money, which you don't need to spend. I would say get the ones that you know that you are going to use the most and get the most out of your money. For me, Disney plus is that thing for me. I wouldn't get Netflix. I have Netflix because my family has it, but I would not pay for it out of my own money. Cause I wouldn't, go on it that much i would have it on my phone and i wouldn't even go on it i'd be what would actually make sense for me is youtube premium which is also a streaming service so there's too many and like i said disney plus also does own hulu and espn plus so if you are in the states you can get the pack for 13 dollars a month which i think is a big deal because you get all the disney content and all they what they've acquired then you have sorry then you have hulu and all the mature stuff that they acquired from fox and then you have sports as well for the espn plus so yeah you have a lot to choose from with that if you're in America, if you're in Canada, you just have the Disney Plus stuff, which is still good for me. Everything that's on there, I like, and they're going to add more stuff onto it as well. So Netflix, I talked about them already. They prices vary. So you have basic plan, which is 10 bucks a month, 13 for the standard plan, two screens at the same time. And then you have $17 for the premium plan, four different devices at the same time. And that includes, I think, 4K and HD. And if you're aware that Disney Plus has the same thing, but it's for $10. So I'm not going to say anything But that, besides that point. But if you want new, flashy stuff and more mature stuff, then Netflix would be your streaming service. So you have Amazon Prime Video, service-based. So they have some interesting stuff. They have Jack Ryan as a show that I heard is pretty good. They are $6 a month. They have Nickelodeon right now, but you would have to add that because you would have to do the stack TV on top of it. It's where you would get the global 
Network, Food Network Canada, and HDTV Canada with Nickelodeon. So that's not too bad, Prime Video. They also have Prime Originals as well. I think it would make more sense to do that. To For most people, because Disney has it too. Netflix started it. So the Originals, it's more beneficial because it gives you two things one it's original and then it's fresh and new and two they own it so they don't have to pay too much to get right to it because they made it themselves so it makes sense it's 70 no it's seven dollars per month after a 30-day trial for prime members so it's not that bad and i'm getting this all from Google News because they did a piece about it in the entertainment section. So I thank Google, not Google, sorry. I thank Global for the inspiration. Then you have, this is for the Canadians only if you're American, I'm sorry. But they have the Bell Media Crave TV, which is pretty reasonable. It's used to be $5 a month. Now it is $10 a month. And it does come with more mature stuff. So they have a Canadian-owned show, obviously, because it's Bell Media. Letter Kenny, which is actually doing wonders. Then they have a lot of HBO stuff, which will end soon because HBO Max is coming out next year or the year after that. And they have partnerships or acquisition of Warner Brothers. So that means that they're getting the Looney Tunes, all the DC comic stuff. And they obviously they have their own um, HBO shows and whatnot. But going back to Crazy TV, they have Showtime, Stars, and all these different um, channels that used to be priced differently when it was on just cable. But they have access to all of that, so it's ten dollars a month, a hundred dollars for a year. So it depends on your operator, but I would say that. It's pretty cool because they have Game of Thrones and all these different shows that most people would find attractive. So there's that in there. You have YouTube Premium. So I'm a big YouTube guy. I watch YouTube quite a bit. Cannot lie. Certainly cannot lie. But their premium subscription plan... Is basically a was known as YouTube Red, but they changed it. And essentially, essentially, what it entails is that it's an ad-free um, access to millions of videos and music. So you can stream videos and music videos and all those sort of things, and you can download them to your phone and still play stuff in the background while it's locked, which Apple TV Plus can do. I don't think Netflix can do it. Disney Plus can't do it yet. I won't talk about... Well, Hulu is pretty much the same thing as Netflix. It's pretty much, for example, Netflix is Adidas. No, no. Netflix is Nike, and then Hulu is Adidas. They're, like, right beside each other, but you know Nike is slightly better than Adidas right now. No disrespect to all the Adidas fans out there, but it's the truth. Uh, then it says that YouTube premium users can also opt to pay for a different version of the service that lets you access only YouTube music for a lower price. So their subscription, free for one month. I like how a lot of these 
networks are trying to do the one month for free and then you can opt out because the zone does that as well which is another streaming service for sports i'll talk about that after and then it starts at regular nine bucks a month and then you can do the family plan which is 14 dollars a month and then you can do i think it's seven bucks a month for a student plan and that's for youtube music and then for premium it would be eleven dollars a month for a regular one family would be 18 and then student would be seven dollars a month now for the canadians this is another one for you cbc gem which is a free membership service which includes four thousand hours of content and allows you to stream cbc originals like Murdoch's Mysteries and Kim's Convenience and Mr. D. So this is good because it's free. But if you want the premium upgrade, then you have to pay five bucks a month, which is not terrible at all. This is pretty good because this is the only one that's initially free. And then you have to, if you want a premium experience, then yeah, get it. But I named a few. There's a few that are missing, but they're not in the same category as the rest of them. But these are just the big logs that are there right now. I'll mention the ones that are coming soon, like HBO Max. Uh, I follow them on Twitter. So they did release a lot of what is going to come out. I think it's coming out next year, spring. And then... Also, NBC has Peacock, which basically is their version of a streaming service. And I think Fresh Prince is going to be on there. And then they're going to have all their oldies, but they're doing remakes. So they're going to do a remake of Saved by the Bell, I heard. So there's that. As you can see, your pockets have to be deep, okay? This is not a joke, folks. This ain't a joke. Because all these different streaming services, you're going to have to pay, obviously. And when you're paying for all these different um, streaming services, it's going to be a tug and pull on your wallet. Because you have other things to take care of. And who knows, they might even start doing that for uh, podcasting as well. And I do know that probably the office will be on peacock and i want to say that uh there's one more that because this this is coming out next year it's coming out in april 2020 i want to think that it's gonna do okay for the first couple months but as they drop more originals then it's gonna go up i think hbo max will do wonders because it's cater towards adults and what they have on their rolodex is going to be ridiculous because of the dc connection and all the shows that they already have on hbo that are big because they're getting joker as soon as it released 
So, and they have Game of Thrones, so they're going to take that away from a lot of people that they did licensing with. They have Westworld, they have Euphoria, all these shows that are doing big. They have Rick and Morty, okay? So, like I said, Fresh Prince was on, is going to be on there instead of NBC, which is weird. I thought they would be the other way around. But they have the Matrix on there coming for all the nostalgic stuff. And for the kids, they for HBO Max, they have they cater to the kids as well. So HBO owns Sesame Street, Disney owns the Muppets, but they, like I said, they also have Looney Tunes on there as well. So and they have Gossip Girl. Mm, they have Gossip Girl. They have Adventure Time. All these different things. Okay. So, like I said, I don't know. I was on the fence about HBO Max. I didn't think I would ever consider it, but I did do some research on it. Um, I might get HBO Max, but I'm not 100% sure. Because, like I said, I'd have to watch it. Or I'll get the free trial and watch it just to see what it's like. We'll continue this conversation. We'll just take a quick break here on a suave experience with your boy, DD. We will return momentarily. Yo, 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 yo. We're back and definitely in full effect, okay? So check this out, man. So we're talking about these different streaming services. We're talking about the streaming wars that are about to embark upon us. And I just finished talking about HBO Max. And I'm checking it out. I'm on the website. You can also check their website out as well if you would want if you want to. They have the Big Bang Theory. They have friends if you like friends. Don't understand why some people like it, but if it's your thing, whatever. <laughs> they have West Wing, which was very popular. Pretty Little Liars, I know in high school, all the girls like that show. Doctor Who, people like that as well. Wow. So they have a lot of stuff. This one's coming out a month after Peacock comes out, which is May 2020. So let me just tell you what they have. So they own... Well, they're doing partnerships because you also have to factor in there's other streaming services as well, like Crunchyroll for all the anime fans out there. They have all the animes that you would like to have. I think anime with Crunchyroll is kind of uh, more of a niche, more so than the other ones because it's a particular type of people that like that sort of content it's not a general thing like hbo is or disney is or netflix is so we have what they acquired or what, who they're working with is crunchyroll warner brothers tbs cnn cartoon network hbo obviously their own stuff adult swim so you have boondocks all that other stuff max originals i think DC, True TV, and TNT. Man. That is a lot to take in. I would say that 
this seems more interesting than Netflix per se. But we'd have to look at their we'd have to look at their originals as well because some of the Netflix originals they look good, but we'll see what uh, HBO Max can do. I think they will be able to stand the test of time, and they'll be. I think they're the big three. In my opinion, is going to be Disney Plus, Netflix, and HBO Max, and then you have everybody else. That's what I think is going to happen, and that's what I'm going to predict. In my opinion, and there's also another streaming service, but this is most for for those who are sports fans. So they have the zone right so the zone has different location is london based so originated in london but it also came over to canada and as well it came to the states so essentially what it is is a sports streaming service so you can stream any sport a part of the world that you're in i was able to watch the ksi versus logan paul fight on the zone because they did a partnership with them and uh, matching uh, match boxing. So I would say that it's a good advertising. Very good advertising. Well marketed. I would believe that a lot of young people flock to it just for that one day, but probably might have the incentive to stay with them more so than cable because it's pretty much ad free for their own promotions. For example, boxing and whatnot. But they do have ads if you're watching football and other stuff because that's just how the licensing works as well because they're doing that and they also have to pay for it. So I would say that that makes sense, but it's not too bad. And I'll just break it down for you like so. So you can start your free trial at any time. I'm pretty much doing my free trial and it ends, I want to say... In the month or so, yeah. So thirty day trial, which is good. I prefer the thirty day ones over a week, because you can figure out what you want in thirty days more so than you can in a week. When it comes to that, uh, because you could be busy that week. I think the monthly thing is way better. So there's thirty day free trial, no risk, no obligations. You can pause or cancel at any time, which I did cancel. But here's the catch. When you cancel, they still let you watch and stream all the fights, all the sporting events for until the next payment is due. So, for example, say you cancel the second week of February. They're not going to charge you until the second week of March. So that's a pretty good deal. You can still have your account and then you can come back and stream again if you want to, or you can just delete it indefinitely. So I just said that I kept my account so that I can come back in the near future because I think after when I get older and move out, I'm probably just going to get those streaming services, thinking like HBO Max, Disney Plus, and DAZN, and just play yearly. So their monthly fee is 20 bucks a month. So you can watch boxing. So all the prize fights. You can watch soccer. 
which is hard to do, especially in Canada, because they only really show MLS and they show obviously the World Cup, but they don't show Premier League that much anymore. And they do not show like La Liga and all those other leagues or top tier leagues in Europe as much as they should. Okay? I don't like that, right? I don't like that. I need my soccer, okay? So, but they have the NFL. I'm not too sure about the NBA. They kind they do have stuff about the NBA, but not too much. They mostly focus on the other stuff, like tennis and stuff that you don't get to see as much that most people want to see. Obviously, because it's a, a UK brand, I would say that soccer or to them football would be more of a priority than other sports, but they do have basketball on there. They have, uh, they even have darts on there. Okay. So that and billiards. So that goes to show you that they, they're not playing around with y'all. All right. So make sure you check that out. So $20 a month. And then they also have, Oh, and the good thing about it, sorry. The good thing about it is that even when the event is over, you can go rewatch the full game as well. And I've done that in the past or rewatch fights as well. So I would say that it's a good price. You can get the fifth $150 a year, which is basically saving you a lot more if you do the math. And then it also is full access to all live and on-demand content i would say if you know when it comes to these services i would say if you know that you're gonna use this on a consistent basis they just pay yearly if you're hesitant and you're not sure they just pay monthly that makes more sense to me because if you know that you're gonna use it then just pay the 150 because you can also with the zone app you can check the schedule of all the sporting events that's going to transpire within the next two weeks. And then you can get reminders and you can either watch it on your phone with the app on your tablet. You can watch it on your PlayStation 4, your Xbox, your smart TV. You can watch it, I think, either screen mirroring or you can watch it on your laptop. So there's many ways you can watch it. You just have to send a reminder about the thing that you want to watch. Because next week, no, it's this week, I'm going to be watching a fight. I think it's Alavera's. So I'm watching his fight this weekend. So I'm telling you guys this because, honestly, I think the zone is worth it. If and only if you love sports. If and only if you care about the sports that they show the most, which I do. And I would say that even if you have a couple of friends, it's split it. It's like get three friends and y'all play 50 each. Put it on one person's card and then make sure they pay it for the year. If you know that you're going to use it. If you're not sure about it, then just do monthly and then cancel at any time. So, yeah, this whole streaming war, I think with the sports streaming, that's going to pick up because you're going to see a couple of people. You see ESPN already doing that as well. So. Either I could be a blowback, and because Disney, you know, that mouse wants his cheese, he's gonna promote ESPN Plus more so than ever before because the zone's pretty much running that streaming. 
sports streaming thing, there's nobody beating the zone right now. So they're by themselves. They're pretty much like Netflix was originally. They're on an island to itself. But now competition is coming up. So let me got let me know what you guys think about this whole streaming war. I'm interested and I want to know what you guys think. Who are you more likely to purchase? What platform would you most likely want to use? Are you catering to more the service-based stuff? Are you more concerned about the just content stuff? Are you do you care about the sports and whatnot? Do you care about creative content like YouTube doing YouTube premium? All these things. Are you ready to spend your peas, your beans, all that stuff on all this uh, streaming stuff? But I'm just kidding, guys. Obviously, do not go crazy with this. Make sure you use your money wisely, put in the places. Make sure you take care of your priorities first if you have a family. if Even if you don't have a family and you want to have a family one day, make sure you keep that in mind. And uh, don't go crazy spending on all these different services. And don't do it at the same time when you have cable. Use your head, okay? If you have all these streaming services, get rid of the cable because that's a bunch of nonsense. You don't need that and then have everything else as well. So I'd say... Be wise. Pick what you like, not what other people are telling you to pick. I know that's kind of contradicting because I just told you guys about Disney Plus. But I just told you about it and reviewed it for you so that you might not have to buy it. Also, like I said, check out other reviews so that you know what you would, if you would like it or not. And then always, like I said, always check out the free trials. First, if you like it, then I'd say if you like it and you can afford it, then keep it. If you like it and you can't afford it, then just mooch. <laughs> I'm kidding, don't mooch. But if you like it and you can't afford it, then you just work harder and then you can end up getting it or just ask a friend to use theirs, but pay what you can from that. Also, I do highly mention or would would like to mention that even if you don't get these services, don't be afraid or timid in the sense that, or don't beat yourself down because you're not keeping up with the Joneses or you're not with the in crowd. It's not, it's not that serious, okay? This is just competition for them that for your money so at the end of the day it's where you want to put your money in i'd say check out what their stock prices are and see what you can do where you can invest that way as well because you could do that if you would like to and i would say a lot of i'm ready for this streaming war i'm interested my top three like i mentioned before i'll say it again disney plus for sure hbo max and the zone or the only ones that I would most likely buy. Disney Plus, I'm already paying for it. HBO Max, it hasn't came out yet, but I'll look at it. I'll do the free trial and see how it goes. And then the zone, I'm obviously, obviously doing the free trial, but because I have cable right now, there's no need for me to do that. So, like I, I would say that 
this is going to be interesting. Make sure you, I'm going to keep saying it. Make sure you know or have an idea what you like, what you would want to spend your money on. Don't go crazy and buy. If you have the means, then do so. But if you're on the fence or you don't have the means or you just you're not sure, then just look, do your own research as well. I gave you as much as I could give you. Just look at your own self. Look at your own bank account. Look at where you stand financially. Look at the time that you have as well because you might not have the time to use all this stuff. You might be in school and doing a heavy course lower would you might be at work and they're making you work overtime you might be a business person as well and you have not that much time to indulge in that kind of content on a consistent basis so i'll say you gotta map it up that way for me disney plus it's not that taking away that much time because a lot of the time I, I watch it on the bus and sometimes I watch it here, but I, I have days off where I could watch it. And also I go to work part-time. So I have uh, quite a bit of time to watch that type of content. So it, to me, it doesn't, it's not hindering me in any sense because I can get some or most of my assignments done anyways or be ahead of schedule. So I would say that just make sure you check out all these different stuff. Go on their website, see what you like, and see what I just really want to know what you think. So make sure you DM me underscore DD the swap kid 15 on Instagram or DM me underscore DD the swap kid on Twitter or TikTok so we can chat it up about the streaming services, the streaming war that's about to commence because when 2020 hits, which is around the corner, it's going to be full-on brawl, especially when it's springtime 2020 because Peacock is coming out and HBO Max is coming out. So we're going to be duking it out and we're going to see who will take the cake, who will be the champion. Right now, the champion is still Netflix, okay? Disney Plus is punching up. And I think HBO is going to give them a round for the money. But I do believe Netflix, Disney Plus, and HBO Max will be the top dogs of this whole streaming war. And the rest of them are fighting for the scraps. This has been a great episode for me. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure you share on whatever social media platform you so choose to use. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. Make sure you leave a good review for, on Apple iTunes because your boy needs the ratings. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Got to say it five times for your boy, please, and thank you. And with that said, stay swab. This is your boy, D signing off once again. So just chill, just chill till the next episode.